Hello. As about is Paul Atay, mate. You welcome back to the Travel Brand Rebranded. I am you Winton. And today is uh, November 14th, 2021. And I hope everybody out there in the world of podcast is just uh, doing fantastico. I'm doing pretty good over here in Samna. But it's uh, been awful wet and rainy and just flat out nasty out there. Okay. That's why we get the reputation that it always rains out here in Seattle. Okay? Oh, well. We need the rain. We need the water. But the house I'm building right now does not need the water in all the fucking floors and living areas. Jesus. Finally got it roofed in. Pretty happy about that. Now I can start the commencement of drying it in and cover the windows with plastic because I can't get any freaking windows till February. Okay? Next year, February. Man, you know, this whole COVID and shortages and all the bullshit people don't want to work is really starting to affect my life. These people are still trying to push me and try to get me to say, yeah, we'll have you in by November, or excuse me, we'll have you in by June next year. And we're in this meeting, right, between me and my bosses, and they're all standing there, and everybody fucking looks at me. Everybody. Every one of them. My bosses and everything. I'm like, uh... I'd like to commit to that, but I I can't. I said, you know, miracles, maybe July, okay? So, but now I'm starting to figure maybe, just maybe, December 2021. It's insane. It's like a commercial build. It really is. It's just a big old concrete steel house out on Lake Taps, okay? So it's a, it's, it's not your shack. It's not your little track house that you're putting together in, you know, six months, this is some serious shit, so the buyer's really cool, he's been so friggin' nice, him and his wife, oh my gosh, I've met rich builders, you know, people who have, and they're just snotty, and, and, you know, they, snooty, I'll just put it like that, they get snooty, like they're something, and they're really not, and these guys are real, they're humble, I like it, easy to work with, but, you know, everybody has their line when it comes to patience, you know, um, it's going to be a struggle for me as long as nobody promises a closing date, unless it's a year from now, then I, I'll be comfortable, but let's not promise any closing dates, okay, because that's just too stressful, and, you know, people's feelings get hurt, you know, you get butt hurt, and I don't need that, I, you know, I just turned 60, I don't need the, uh, emotional roller coaster as it were i don't need that shit so anyway and then the architects oh my god i'm not going to talk bad about them but let's just put it to you like this they tried to throw me under the bus on friday okay i don't like that don't do that don't try to throw me under the bus okay just don't do it it's just not fair, number one. And number two, it pisses me off. It makes me want to lash out. It makes me want to say shitty things and get in their face about it. But I can't. i got to be calm. But if they try to throw me under the bus uno mas time, uh, I'm going to say something. I'm, you know, I know that I'm not perfect, right? I had a few questions about things that were pretty simple, but I wanted clarification, you know. But... Uh, they give me Rev 7. Rev is just, you know, the uh, 
the revision, another revision. They've had seven revisions on this house. And I get one. I don't know about September 19th. I gave it to the framers, but they had already went through that section and framed the Rev 7 shit or the Rev 6 shit and got changed on Rev 7. So now there's a window that's effed up. It's framed in too small. You know, and the owner's with me, and I'm, you know, I tell him, I'm like, look, we got to change this window just before you notice it's smaller than it's supposed to be. And even he said, well, man somebody should pay for that right the architects got it to you late right and i'm like yeah you know why are we dealing with this anyway so then an hour later i get an email from the architect saying that uh, you know circle of wagons because uh you know there was there was a fireplace that was framed in a little too tall it wasn't framed per spec and uh, so you need to get a printer out there that prints off 11 by 14s, okay? Because we don't want any more mistakes. The owner's asking about mistakes. Dude, I, fr- I reframed the fucking fireplace myself. It's not costing anybody any money. I fixed it. So now the owner says it's still too big. I want a smaller fireplace in my, in my basement. It's not a basement. It's a living area right on the bottom floor looking over Lake Taps. So it's something that's got to be beautiful, right? These custom homes ain't shit to to mess around with. You know, you got a plumbing line and you got a level and you got a laser every little, everything. Because it's got to be 99%. Because we all know nothing's perfect. So I'm dealing with that at work. And it's my boss, Mark, he's getting back. Uh, check this out. He went on a hunting trip by himself to the woods. He's been gone all week and he camps out there himself, by himself in the wild that's pretty that's that's dedication okay let's just put it like that it's dedicated and he's got himself a blind and he's got himself he's just set up and that's where he lives for like five days or something i haven't heard back from him i hope he got a deer because that's why he's you know going out there and doing this but it's something he's into pretty amazing i don't think i could do it i mean i'm a day hunter right i'll go out during the day i'll hunt for the day then I'm going to carry my ass home. I'm not dedicated enough to go out there and live amongst the wild. But, uh, yeah, he's going to be back this week, and he's going to read that email, and he's not going to be happy because he knows. Everybody knows the errors that the architects have have done. You know, engineered pages that don't match frame pages, and i got questions. I've asked a 100 questions to these guys. And even the the, uh, architect that... I don't know. I won't use his name. But he's asking me questions. He's like, what do you think? Do you think we should, uh, you know, should we do? I'm like, dude, you're the fucking architect, not me. I'm not the one that drew it. I just do it how it's drawn. But you got two different, three different, four different, you know, things that are different here. What do you want me to do? So uh, there's going to be a little bit of this and that going between the architects and the old you know, subcontractor company I work for. I haven't used their name recently. I don't think I should because, you know, feelings get hurt, you know. I say something about one somebody or whatever, not, you know, it's like I make fun of everybody. I don't care. I make more fun of myself than anybody else, right? I'm just an old fuck now, you know, overweight with diabetes. What the fuck? Who cares, right? So if I make a little fun of somebody... I don't mean anything by it. I'm not, you know, it's not like uh, it's hate or anything like that. I don't hate anybody. I'm not like Mark. 
And you know, America was built on hate. Look at this Rittenhouse. Is that his name? Rittenhouse? That, that little turd down there in Wisconsin? What was it? Panocha? Or whatever it was. Winocha? I can't remember the name of the town. But it was the rioters. And this little dude that's running down the street with an assault rifle. And he ends up killing a couple people. And he shoots another person. They don't die, but they're, you know, they're shot. You know, he tried to kill him. I wasn't there, but he's saying he was fighting for his life. I don't know. But uh, somebody should be held accountable. I mean, isn't this kind of like fucking more hatred? The kid gets dropped off by his mommy. 17 years old. Yeah, go ahead, son. You just go ahead and do what you're going to do with that rifle, and I'll see you later. You come home, son. You come home. What the fuck is wrong with his mommy? What's wrong with his mother? Are you fucking serious that she doesn't have any charges against her? I don't know. I can go on and on and on about it, but, dude, the only re I mean, I don't know how this is. That if he's not convicted of something, something bad going to happen again, okay? Now, I don't know. It's probably good that the people who were killed weren't African-American or anybody who was brown because... I don't know, I've seen some, some takeoffs from the fucking trial and the judge is a fucking joker, right? On uh, Veterans Day, he, he tells everybody, okay, be quiet. I want to know who's, uh, you know, who in this room has served in the military. And I want to, uh, you know, give you uh, honors or whatever. And so there's like one person and so the fucking judge starts clapping. Oh, thank you. Thank you for your service. Oh, thank you so much. You are, you know, you're the best during a trial for, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's, uh, it just doesn't seem right to me. Okay. I don't know. And then, you know, you got the kid that who, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse himself gets up there and testifies. And if you, if you watch Twitter, you watch the news, whatever, I don't know if they put it on CNN or whatever, but uh, Oscar worthy, I'll tell you that right now, Oscar worthy fucking performance. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting there going, my God, I almost believe him, but uh, I don't know. The, the kid's 17, he's stupid, he's hanging around with people who are, you know, giving that old white, white man sign, right, the, the three fingers up and, uh, you know. I don't know. The country. Built on hatred. So why is there so much hatred? Because it's built on it. It's the foundation of America. The American flag represents persecution, uh, genocide, uh, wars, murders, you know, shit like that. All over the world, a lot of these little countries, these fucking countries see the American flag with the 50 stars on it, you know, red, white, and blue. They see that as hatred. And why not? The country was built on hatred. You know? They hated the Indians. Okay? They hated the fact that they had what they wanted. Hate and greed is America. Okay? And uh, be like that Michael Douglas character who says, Greed is good. You know, for lack of a better word. I don't know. But that's the way the country was built. And we as Americans, I'll tell you again that I believe that this is the greatest country on, on the planet as far as, I don't know, living free here. But 
a lot of hatred, man. It's the foundation, man. So go back in history, teach your kids that, you know, all this uh, this belief that if you don't teach it, it'll just kind of go away, whatever that is. It's not going to go away. It's not. And I, I was watching a show just the other night called Missing and Murdered in Montana. I don't know if you saw it. It's a special, and it's a documentary. And it's uh, the first episode was about Haney Scott, who was over there in the Cheyenne Reservation over in Montana. It'd be like the southeastern part of the state. Um, there was a little girl. Her name was Henny. Henny Scott. And she was out, and she was, you know, she told her mama she was going to go spend some time with, with a friend. And uh, she didn't come home. And her parents, they... They fucking did everything they're supposed to do. They went to the law. There's like five different... Who do you answer to? You got the federal government. You got the the state police. You got the tribal cops. You got the fucking uh, FBI. You got all kinds of different fucking policing agencies. And nobody knows what the fuck to do. Or they're just too fucking lazy. And they just say, mm, That's not my job. I'll let somebody else do that. You know? And it's, oh, I forgot to add lazy, too. Lazy. Okay, hatred, greed, and fucking sloth. That's how this country was fucking built. You got people who are going to sit there and say, that's not my job, that's Bob's job. I'm going to make him do it. Or I'll just, you know, slip a little piece of paper with a note on it. Here you go. This just came across my desk, like Donald Trump. All came across my desk. Fucking assholes. Anyway, so they keep trying to fucking. Uh, nobody would look for her daughter. None of the police, none of the, you know, anybody. So her and her husband, they get together a search party, and um, three weeks later, they find her body. And they say the cause of death was hypothermia. Okay, but when her mother and father go to see her at the funeral home in a fucking box, they took pictures and they said her nose was broken. Now, nobody's going to know their own child more than their parents, right? Features, facial, everything. They're going to know everything there is to know about your child. They give her mother her clothing and her mom said, these aren't her clothes, she had some old nasty sweats on her shirt. The only thing that belonged to her, her even her socks didn't belong to her. The only thing that belonged to her were her panties and her bra. And, you know, it's just fucking sad that, yes, we have all these murdered and missing indigenous women, but I would say 90% of it are at the hands of their own people. And they know they can get away with things like this because nobody's going to fucking do anything. The people who are charged with doing these things, you know, finding murderers, finding missing people, finding sex-slaved children, they're not doing it because they have too many different agencies. And it's fucking... If a white person does a crime on a tribal land... The tribal police can't do anything about it. It has to be the state police. Okay? It's like federal land. So what are you going to do? 
it, it just it blows my mind that this little girl laid out in the, the woods 200 yards from the last house that she was seen at. She'd, you know, they found there was traces of alcohol in her system, like .06. And the reporters were saying, well, she was a minor. She shouldn't have been drinking anyway. Whatever. Fact is, she's dead. 14 years old. So my heart goes out to, again, to all the murdered and missing women and children and young men is fucked, man. It's really fucked. So, I don't know what else to say about that, but, you know, they need to find out who did it. You just, it's just, I don't know. I won't get too much into it, but it's, it's really fucking heartbreaking to see her mother and her father weeping like uh, uncontrolled weeping. That's heartbreak. That's brokenheartedness. So how do you deal with that? I couldn't even imagine what it would be like to find anybody I know, let alone my own child, like that. Anyway, my heart goes out to those people. Um, oh, what do you think about this fucking correction officer over here on the peninsula? The one who claimed he was shot a couple months ago. What was his name? I'm going to put his name out there because I don't know. Where's that? I wrote it down here. Christopher Flo. F-L-O-E. Is that Flo? Or is that Flowey? Flat. Flat. Anyway, he's, uh, you know, he claims he got shot. And every, I was thinking, first when I first heard it, I was talking to my wife about it. I'm like, well, I wonder if maybe one of his, you know, if he was like a parole officer or, a, you know, probation officer, maybe he pissed somebody off and they said, fuck you, I'm going to shoot you. And they did. That's what I thought. I thought, well, maybe somebody's just, maybe he was just a dick. Because, you know, everybody out there on probation or parole knows what a P.O. can be like. Okay, I had a P.O. in Bellingham when I was growing up. Probation officer, for those who don't know. I was on, I was on probation from the time I think I was like 12 until I turned 18. And then after that, I was on probation again, you know, until I was like 22 or 3 or something. I don't know. I kept getting in a little trouble here and there, you know, driving drunk driving on a suspended or whatever, but I had this P.O., and it was female, and I can't remember her name off, off the tip of my tongue, doesn't matter. I might, have, I might have said something about this before, but in 2008, I got my last drunk driving charge, and uh, I was, you know, I was supposed to go to AA, so I did. I started doing my thing, and uh, I'm sitting there, and I look across the room, and here's this lady that I recognize. I read and recognize her. And it turns out she was my P.O. from the time I was probably 18 to 24 or something. Yeah, and she used to give me a hard time because I'd be drinking. And first thing she'd want to see when I'd come in for my meetings is, uh, you've been going to AA? Have you got your signatures? And back then you, you had to get these signatures and I always forged them. I always just did somebody else's number because fuck that, you know. Anyway, uh, it was my old P.O., the one who used to force me to go to AA. Now, I don't know if she used to go to AA when I was her client or, 
if she just was drinking through that and she was living through her alcoholism. I didn't know anything about it, but I did say, hey, how you doing? It's been a long time. How's life? I talked to her for like five minutes and she was kind of shocked. And I said, well, you know, it is what it is, right? Here we are. But I just thought that was kind of ironic because when I saw her in the meeting, it was down in Puyallup. And when she was my P.O., she was in Bellingham. So, I mean, it is a small world, right? If it's not a small world, it is at least a small state. I'll give it to you like that. But, yeah, so back to the cop. I said, yeah, I bet you he uh, pissed somebody off and somebody decided to give him, shoot him in the chest. No. Turns out, after further investigation, they decided that uh, he hired his sister to shoot him. Now, what the fuck? Why are you going to do that? Why are you going to do that? You want to just get shot, but you don't want to die. You just want to get shot for what? So, for the attention? You're not one of those little attention whores, are you? You're not one of those guys that didn't get fucking told your mama by your mama that she loved you enough, right? You're not that guy that didn't get hugged by your daddy, and now you just fucking need some attention. Are you one of those guys? Because if you are, there's there's lots of other ways to get some attention, I think. I don't know. But uh, you hire your sister to fucking shoot you. Chances are he's probably guilty because there's, it's just shit like that is not even... You can't make that shit up, can you? So when they're investigating, they're probably saying, What the fuck? It looks like uh, Christopher Flo's sister shot him. And they find the gun, and they find the shell. There's like one shell or something. She saved the shit. <laughs> uh, if you're going to be a criminal, at least be a, a decent criminal. First of all, it, you know, sh- maybe she should have just shot him in the head instead of in the chest or the shoulder or whatever and, and ran away. Maybe she'd have got away with it. But I don't know. Why are you going to do that shit? Why are you going to? My mama didn't love me enough, so I'm going to fucking get my sister to shoot me. Jesus Christ. It's unbelievable that you have grown-ups in the world doing shit like that. You know, if I want attention from my wife, all I got to do is say, Oh, I hurt my shoulder, or hurt my leg, or my foot. Or I don't feel well. And my wife gives me attention. You know? That's amazing. It's, It's just unbelievable to me. And now a sister... You know, there has to be some sort of, for his sister to shoot him like that, I almost guarantee you that she's probably thinking to herself, fuck yeah, I get to shoot that motherfucker. Who knows what kind of history they got. Maybe she fucking hates him. And she's like, all right, I'll fucking shoot you. If it were me, I'd say, well, I don't know, I might shoot you, but you got to pay me some cash up front. You know, like five grand or ten grand. That way you can go party right after until you know at least long enough till you get caught right you're gonna fucking go out with a bang oh there's still times when i feel like man i'd sure like to go out and party one more time one more time i'd like to go out there and get fucking hammered oh no 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 you don't want that pat man no see my next time out could be the last time out for me that's why i just don't make it a next time but you know $10,000 could do 
can do some shit with it. Even if you don't party, you can do some shit, but you got to hide it. You got to fucking be sneaky about it. It's not, it's not worth it. So, I don't know, his sister was charged with attempted murder and conspiracy, and, and he was, you know, I don't know what you charge him with, attempting to get some more attention, you know. I don't know. It just blows me away that somebody would hire somebody to shoot him like that just for fucking attention. Shoot me, don't, but don't kill me, okay? I mean, I could see somebody saying, okay, you need to shoot me in the shoulder to make it look like uh, I wasn't in on this robbery, right? Like a bank teller or something. You might, you know, if you're a bank teller and you're going to, you know, let somebody rob the bank, then you say, yeah, I need you to shoot me so I look like I'm a victim. You know, I don't want to be in on this, so, you know, shoot me. I think I've seen it in movies where somebody would say, you need to shoot me now, and they do it. So, but just for attention? Man, I might have to title this one, uh, uh, you know, uh, the attention horror number two. You know, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. I mean, uh, jeez, I don't know. I have no idea, but anyway. So you got uh, Russell Wilson playing today after, I don't know, four weeks, broke his middle finger, tore some ligaments, had surgery, had a pin driven down through his finger. I had that same kind of surgery done when I cut my middle finger on my left hand making a salad for like 200 people at the Holiday Inn back in the day. I was hacking away on a head of lettuce and somebody said something. I looked up and I cut the tendon on the top of my thumb and I was bleeding like a stuck pig. And I go into the chef and I say, Chef, do it. does this look like I need to go get some stitches? And he's like, oh shit. Yeah, you better. I cut the tendon. So I had the same type of surgery. I had a pin driven down through the middle of my finger all the way down through the knuckles so I couldn't bend my finger. Well, that's kind of what he had done. Now he's going to come back and play. And we all know Russell's either going to be hot or cold. He's playing over there in uh, fucking Green Bay. Going to play with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is going to play against Aaron Rodgers. And that chucklehead, he gets to play. And like I said last time, uh, you know, it's not because uh, he's brown or black or anything. It's because he's white. He got fined like $14,000 or something for being deceptive, not being honest. Fourteen grand to Aaron Rodgers is like what? Be like a, I don't know, a buck. Eh, it's a dollar. Pretty pathetic. But Seattle's going to go play Green Bay. I I don't think I'm going to watch it. I don't know if I can. It's like, <laughs> the other week my wife was coming up the stairs. I think I told you. And right when she was coming up, I started dropping F-bombs and just hollering at the TV. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. It's Sunday. Shut it off. Shut it off if you can't, if you can't talk right. Don't watch it. <laughs> I get worked up, man, because they do the stupidest shit, and I can't, I can't believe it. It's like in the hockey. I've been trying to get into the hockey. My boss is a big hockey fan. He's telling me about it, and so I try, but they fucking lose too. I don't know. Maybe it's just I'm not that big on hockey. Never have been. You know, it's kind of like I don't know, not my thing so much. But it's kind of fun to watch. And speaking of hatred. One last thing, when they were rounding up the Indians back in the day, did you know that they had made special little baby handcuffs? Did you know this? 
I saw a picture of it on uh, on the World Wide Web. And they're little tiny handcuffs made for children. Now, why you got to make a handcuff for a little five-year-old, six-year-old, four-years, you know, four-year-old? Who, what are you going to handcuff them together? And you're going to march them to your school. And you're going to strip their language. You're going to cut their hair. And you're going to make them believe in your God. You're going to do this. That's not a... That's not a country built on love. That's greed. Hate. You know? It's a, it's sad and it's pathetic. It's, it's just, uh, it blows my mind that these people in school, the teachers in these schools that are talking about critical race theory, I already talked about that dumb bitch that was doing that crazy Indian dance. Think about it. A good friend of mine told me recently that the indigenous peoples across the world had it worse than anybody. And I think the indigenous people of the Americas had it worse than anybody. You know, all of North America. The government should be ashamed of themselves. They should be ashamed. And they should start thinking about some reparations in some way. Not just the tribal government. Because the tribal governments, they get monies now. Um, this COVID thing has opened it up for some monies. They get grants. They get, you know, they get all, they get some, some bennies. I'm talking about individually. From the United States of America. Each individual American Indian should get something from the government. The government should give us something. You know, maybe just a letter of apologies, you know, for my ancestors. I don't know. A buddy of mine once said, you need to get over it, man. You need to let that shit go, you know. Yeah, okay. Like, I'm just going to let it go. Anyway, the fucking Atlanta Braves won the goddamn World Series. I can't believe they're still doing that tomahawk chop. And you had those people on there saying, you know, we just, we, we're honoring them, people. Don't they understand that we do that because we're honoring them? Go sit down, you fucking tool. Anyway, gotta go now. You guys have yourself a great week, and this has been the Tribal Brand Rebranded and everything like that. I am Winton. Peace.